Hey guys, welcome to Learning Arts Club. Um, we're back in front of the microphones. Got myself, Josh, Ali, these. <clears throat> I say, look, normally, normally have like a little break where we sort of like we talk about what we've been up to, but let's get straight into it. We've got Ed Tullett here, the brilliant Ed Tullett. Yes. I don't uh, know what, 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 like, how would you like to be introduced? So uh, I got a massive introduction. Yeah. So I did get a massive Come introduction. Come on, mate. Well, did he? I don't know. Actually, we well, talked no, he, for about 10 minutes, ignored him. He, wouldn't, he didn't ever answer my question about KFC. What's that? I was, I was like, well, what's the deal with fucking offering beans or coleslaw as a side dish for fast food? The thing I like about this podcast is always the big topics get covered. Uh-huh. Yeah, Ed, um, obviously uh, known you a few years now. Um, you're, 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 uh, how, how would you like to be introduced, I guess? Would you like me to sort of ramble on or would you like to, do you have like a, a little we sort can... of like a, a bio that sort of we'd, uh, we'd like to lead with? I'd be interested in uh, here, what... trying to hear you ramble on. Okay, so hey, go on. You, you know Ed well enough now. Let's go. Um, <clears throat> a legend um, on the pitch and off, Ed. Um, no, so uh, you, you've always been um, a, a really well-respected singer-songwriter, producer. It's always been a songwriter, producer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, no, you, you work with Ali, you, 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 you make music, yeah. Yeah, Eddie, Ed, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> literally Eddie. never called him Whoa, Eddie. Eddie, 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 Eddie darling. It was an accident. <laughs> Eddie darling. Ed is a heavy collaborator of mine. Very heavy. When I say heavy, heavy, I mean yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a big guy. Um, yeah, that's it. That's got, yeah, brilliant. But yeah, no. So, but, I mean, since, since, since I've known you, you have um, always been a. Um, someone that I always look up to in terms of songwriting ability and, and, and your skill set in, in sort of instrumentals and, and, and all that kind of stuff. So um, you've recently been collaborating with Ali. How's uh, the album going? It's good, yeah. So how, how much are you actually like, how much have you actually written of it? We've written... You, you collaborate, you kind of like step in and, and sort of like work on tracks together <clears throat> in different amounts. Well, so for pretty much since uh, Bathing Beach EP... I've co- kind of co-written most, if not all most of, of the songs. There we no, go. It's not, all so of, it's not all of the last album, but it's most of the last album. Oh, so Ali and basically is just the face. I just sit there and do nothing. There are a couple <laughs> of songs, including the instrumental one that I didn't write, but um, the on the new, the new stuff so far... A lot of it was like Ed's ideas he's brought to me. Some of it was stuff I showed him and he's like changed melodies or added things. Oh, that's cool. Some of it we've written in the room together. So, so um, are you are you the puppet and Ed is the the hand that's up to you? That's well, I that's would I like, like it to be put it, that yeah, way. No, thank you. But, uh, <laughs> I uh, it's it's um, <clears throat> it kind of, I guess it was born out of us. We we started working together on uh, as soon as we kind of met each other. Mm. We first started writing stuff that then became Airs, which is a collaborative album that we released together in twenty seventeen. Yeah, was a one part and one. Um, and then. In the middle of that, I kind of was just because we were already working quite closely together. And then I think the first the first song that we ever did in terms of uh, me being involved on the solo side of Ali's stuff was Anchor, mm. which is a song that I'd written and then sent to Ali, and then Ali reworked and changed and added bits yeah. and whatever. Um, <clears throat> but um, and then it just worked well from there. And we just kind of. And then yeah, just went from there really. Um, and, and, and beyond that, you kind of like work as a songwriter, playing. Well, I think there was like a stuff. yeah, a kind of a moment where when we first met, there was like a nice kind of competitive thing of making music together, mm. and you kind of ended up being more involved in my stuff and then less involved in your own stuff. And there's a point where you just stopped wanting to be an artist. Yeah, I think it's interesting to 
because a lot of people when they're doing well don't just suddenly step away from wanting to be an artist mm. i think maybe it's an interesting thing to yeah, say yeah how, how did that happen because so, so so when you guys met you were making your stuff mm. and obviously ali you were doing over more stuff when you said there was that competitive thing was it a case of you send each other songs and be like, oh i, I wrote this and be like, sure, i want to write something better i want to write i think it was both kind of more of a mutual respect for each other's work and i think i kind of wanted to do something like the stuff that Ali was making. And I, I mean, Ali's always been a better producer than me, but um, I think I saw that and was like, wow, like it'd be really cool mm. to work with um, this guy. And I think I was, <clears throat> I'd been lucky enough to have maybe slightly more opportunities than Ali had had at that point. Mm. Um, but then, yeah, it just kind of was very natural. We got in a room together, started writing stuff. And, and that is often how I work on things is just kind of try and jump on things and just see if I can be involved. Like, I guess a similar thing happened with Jemima for uh, another project I have now called Haylaker, which is me and me and her. And I just was like so amazed by her and the stuff she does and just really wanted to get to work with her. And I guess it was mm. a similar thing with, um, with Ali. Um, but I think it's been a really kind of interesting natural progression with us because we've worked together, you know, not necessarily from day one, but day two or three. Yeah. I mean, like, and uh, I think like, Eris, it's funny with Eris because we always look back on it now and think it could have been a lot better than it was. But if anything, it's just a good learning That's experience. That's just music, really. man. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, I know. But there's like Terraform and Freehand are the only songs on it now that we still like really like and mm. think are really good. And, and, and those were, were the, the last ones we made for the yeah, album. Yeah, most recent stuff we've done. But then, like I've, I've said to Andy, our, who manages both of us, um, yeah. that like the stuff that we've made since then in terms of birthplace and now this new record has also been kind of an act progression anyway but it's perfect for me because um after rs which is the first proper album campaign i had really had like i'd done you know some stuff solo stuff before and stuff but mm. it was the first like proper album campaign with you know um like a big budget and all that yeah. sort of stuff and um and i think it made me realize that i just didn't really want to be an artist on my own name i just didn't, didn't really interest me and I think I wanted to get to make the music, but not have to deal with all the bullshit of releasing it. Yeah, which just doesn't interest me. Well, I was going to ask you said you said about collaboration because you guys work together so closely. Is it was it something that you always sort of needed as part of your creative process, or was that something you sort of fell into later and and now sort of because because you you produce a lot of people's work now as well, don't you? Yeah, I mean, in terms of me and Ali working together, I think we we value each other's opinions so highly now that there's mm. not very much that either of us will make, whether it's to do with a project that we're um, completely involved in or is completely separate that we won't show each other anyway. Yeah. And like, you know, whether it's my Helix stuff or whether it's, you know, for example, Ali's stuff with Gia, Margaret or whoever, um, most of the time we're always just sending each other back mixes and stuff and just seeing yeah. what the other one um, thinks. Um, so I think it's, I think <clears throat> another thing is that I, I, stopped in, I stopped enjoying making music by myself as well. And I think that's something that Ali has maybe experienced slightly more as well going into this record. I mean, I'm more, I've been more involved on the new record than I was in Birthplace. Birthplace was very much, we wrote the songs together and then I left and Ali just produced it all. Whereas oh, cool. with this stuff, it's not like I'm, I'm not producing it, but yeah. I'm, I'm just in the room more yeah. and just kind of helping kind of bounce ideas. Yeah. Sometimes I mean, you need someone literally just to motivate you or someone just to mm. like 
turn you around when you're slightly veering the wrong way. Yeah. And Another set of it can really happen yeah. on your own. Yeah, exactly. We were, we were doing a little bit of mixing on my album Benji the other day. Yeah. You know, mm. side, sidetracking, all you were talking about, it sounds very nice and civil, and I wish my experience was more like that. It's most of me and Benji screaming at each other in a room. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, like it was it was interesting for me to um, come and watch today because uh, I've started the, the documentary yes. about your second album. I, that's, a, that's a project that I've, I've taken on. Um, of course, I... About the end of my career. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the downfall. In, in memoriam. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, we, we always joked about that as a thing. Like, was, I've been oh, shooting. Yeah, I mean, like, I've, I've told like the label manager that you know, you guys hope I die so that you can have <laughs> a good ending to whatever you're making. I've, I've been, sh- I've been shooting footage with you for years now since the since the beginning, and mm-hmm. like, I think it was always that joke about how you you were saying you're going to end up back in the the ice cream parlor that you used to work in. Yeah, and. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as a, as a as a sort of story arc, it would be it would be hilarious, but it's also at the same time I don't It'd want that so to actually happen to you. It'd be so sad. Well, what a great film it would be, though. <laughs> it would be. It would just be. Um, well, have, have you seen the film um, Anvil? It's basically no. like the real life Spinal Tap. It's about this this ah. sort of like metal band from the eighties. They were, used to tour with like kind of uh, the Scorpions and Metallica and stuff. They were yeah. the one band that didn't make band it. Band called Death. That's a good one. Sorry, Karen. Um, and the 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 lead singer now is just like a dinner lady in a in a, in a school, and it's a yeah. documentary about about them and sort of like so many. It's such a good film. So, anyway, um, yeah, well, it was a but, Vanilla Ice is a fucking realtor. He flips houses. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he goes in, he, he does them up, sells them on. Oh, good. That's how you do it. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to do something. He wasn't. He wasn't shit for music. Just do something. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was. It was really cool. So sort of turning up today, just kind of watching the um, the process really, because I hadn't. I hadn't sort of seen you recording since we lived together. Yeah. Really. Um, and then it's sort of obviously kind of yeah, sort of seeing you Ed on the on the on the sofa, just sort of like every now and again, just giving a bit of sort of steering and direction, just just playing playing Nintendo Switch. Uh, <laughs> uh, today wasn't a great day for you to. Uh... <laughs> Today wasn't a great day for the creative process. It was like getting down Sorry. the stuff that needs to be done. It wasn't like fucking around with synths. Yeah, it's yeah. just recording a lot of guitar and drums. And you know, if, if I can't play drums, and if I wants to record the electrics, then he's going to do that. So for, I'm just there was, there was, it's just the two bits today that really made me laugh was the fact that um, <laughs> just you know just rock, shooting Ali, and then in between shooting, you just you turn to me it's like. I don't always just sit here on my switch, uh, you know. Like I, I do help. I was like you don't need to, you don't need to justify this. No, no, no. It's just I, I do, I do help. Obviously, I can't play drums. It's just, I, I don't always sit here playing switch. Is you know, I, I, I do, I do stuff. I was like, yeah, that's, that's fine. And then I get the other one was like I was getting the wide shot of you playing drums. And I think I just sort of panned the camera left to Ed. Who sort of I think clocked the camera and just slowly started putting his Nintendo Switch down and then covered it, covered it with a pillow. <laughs> well, that was the only shot because I didn't I didn't know how much of it how much of me you want to get in there and I realised that was one of the only shots that I felt like you could see me so I just wanted to. So what, you, you, sure we, 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 we missed somewhere. out on Nintendo endorsement then. So yeah, true. So you were filming Ali playing something while recording and Ali and Ed was just in the background on it on his Switch. Yeah. Switch. Yeah. It was literally playing Switch. Well, it's it's like that. That's what it's like, though. It's and being a producer or, or at least a creative producer mm. to, to help and stuff is, it's a very kind of on-off, on-off role. Because oh, dude, yeah, yeah. You, you have you always have to switch between switch. being extremely active, <laughs> nice, you have to um, switch, or, or, or you know just letting someone do what, what they want to do. A uh, new Pokemon at the moment. It's the same game that it's been for the last twenty years, but it's still yeah, yeah. Uh, going off that idea of like it's it's, it's on-off, on-off. I had that recently with uh, I had a shoot last week, yeah, and. Uh, very it's quite an odd one it's like a commercial shoot um and 
heavily storyboarded, knew exactly what we were getting. We had like three or four days. Was it five days? Either way, it was a long shoot. And every single day, because it was so heavily storyboarded and, and very much depends on like lighting and, and big, like big lighting setups, um, we were only getting like five, five or six shots a day. Mm. That's mm. like, and I'm, I'm used to like kind of just sort of like constantly recording, constantly shooting them. Like it's documentary style. Like you're just constantly recording, gathering sort of material and stuff. And then you're thrown into this sort of position where it's like, okay, like, um, well, lighting's going to take four hours. So, you know, just, just go and do something for a bit. Mm-hmm. And you're like, how the fuck do I sort of keep my energy up, my momentum up? How do I keep myself on the game? So in four hours time, when everyone looks at you and goes, cool, uh, so can you do, do your thing? You have to deliver on the spot. Yeah. Sort of like after four hours of just kind of like sitting and waiting. Mm-hmm. Um, is it like that in sort of studio environments and stuff? Because yeah. I... I think so, yeah. I mean, mm. you, you've always got to... It's kind of about the quality of your input, I guess. And yeah. Especially, I mean, more so in larger groups, but um, I think it's it's more about just knowing when to say or do things than, yeah. you know, just you shouldn't be active all the time. You know, you've got to let people, um, you know... But at the same time, if if you do have a problem with... Um, or even just prayers for for an idea, then it's important to get that across. Yeah, I think the the reason that one of the main reasons I stopped making music completely by myself is that if there's someone else there, you, there's constantly this kind of two tick system of of you know whether an idea is good or not. Mm. And you might have made something that you didn't even think is that great, but the other person really does, and then they'll con- yeah. kind of convince you. I mean, like there's lots of examples of that on the Nova stuff. I mean, I know that like Embody Me on the Bathing Beach EP was a song that Ali had done and didn't think it was that great. And then I was like, no, this is really cool. And we wrote like a new end for it and then it ended up on the EP. And um, mm. there's there's lots of examples with that. Um, but I think it's just like, just the quality of your, your work is always better and there's, there's no real downside to it. Like yeah. it's more fun as well. I find that with, um, well, actually it'd be interesting to, to hear what you guys think about the, the, the idea of, when you're in that sort of creative space and you're, and you're trying to sort of make something good, the, the importance of having people around you that can help you or like see things in your ideas. I don't or... have that at all, illustration. Not, not, <clears throat> not at all, but I'm going to be working with a hip hop producer in about a month. And what's that on? Just collaborating, just doing some writing. Oh, that's cool. Comedy. Comedy writing with a hip hop Com- Comma D is his name. <laughs> I thought you said you're going to be writing comedy. No, no, I've been. I was writing, we were doing comedy tracks today. You made a Christmas. Okay, what was like, t- t- pitch me? Pitch me your hip hop comedy right now. Uh so uh, uh, it's it's it's. Flipping houses. Okay. Just with like like exhibit. Is that is that a Wu Tang flip, Clan in their houses. fucking heyday? Yeah. Doing up houses and flipping them and like really so like, like heavily extreme makeover home edition, but yeah, in, in like the really comes well in and puts do alloys on the houses, <laughs> suburban neighbourhoods of like TVs you know, outside the house. Yeah, <laughs> you know, darling, yes, we go, we got to stay out for the house for a few days while while the house gets renovated by uh, what's his name, Rizza. Excuse <laughs> 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 me. I love how uh, Bennett really sounded like an uh, out of touch mum then. When he said, "Oh, comedy is a comedy stuff." <laughs> oh, you're doing com- comedy. Oh, what, what happens <clears throat> when you're writing comedy? Comedy fan. Comedy. <laughs> I'm terribly sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry. So you're writing. So, so you're writing with a with an artist yeah, yeah, called yeah. Comedy. Yeah, he's a really good producer. Sick. He's a really good producer from Cardiff. I'm looking forward to stealing some of his secrets. That's sick. So, so going back to that point, then, 
Um, Can't what the point was. Just, just having someone else in the room. Like oh, when, right. we, yeah. when we were mixing on on my shit on on Sunday. <clears throat> yeah. Because there's a track now I did with Benji, which is just like there's a, a bunch of live drums on it. Not really my strong suit. I do a lot of sample based stuff. Um, so you helped out with doing the, the, the you know, bringing the drums, the live drum sounds to to life, and you know I kind of jump in and try, try and get that sound. Then you'd hear something and then jump in and then yeah. you know, you, you'd hear something. I'd then I'd step back and walk around the room a little bit, and after about ten minutes you jump off. At the end of the day, the track was pretty, sounded pretty fucking good. Hmm. And it's yeah, there's a degree of like subjectivity that you lose when you look at something or hear mm. something for a long period of time. You get kind of pigeonholed. It's like you, you're a horse with blinders on, and you can't mm. fucking you know you, your, your worldview gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And then you have to walk away from it. You have yeah. to walk away from it, and then come back the next day or whatever. If you're by yourself, then yeah, the trick is to come back the next day or in a couple of days. Well, yeah, and for someone else in the room, they can see you fucking up. <laughs> that's, that's 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 my thing. Because at, at the moment um, in work, when I'm when I'm asked to sort of like write um, ideas, treatments for for pitches, like for commercials or, or whatever, um, I I'm often just. I then go away to like a little room and I'm on my own and I sort of like it's just it's just myself and, and like a whiteboard. And I chuck everything up there. Try not to masturbate. Try not to masturbate. Um, and 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 then at the end of it, it's it's I I, I sort of like I, I go through so many ideas, and I'm just like, no, that's shit. No, that's shit. No, your shit. Why am I shit? Yeah, you're shit. So, oh, and, and then and this is all you by yourself in a room. Oh yeah, it's, it's just me ending up shouting. Your shit. Myself. No, I'm shit. <laughs> it's like, what's Josh doing? Oh, he's writing again. And it's like, <laughs> and just like look the panel of glass. You're like smearing feces on the wall. It's part of his process. Leave him alone. <laughs> he comes. Your with... shit. I'm shit. <laughs> this is shit. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> shit. Yeah, uh, just should we go and help him? I was like, no, no, just... no. It's, it's lunch. We'll come back in an hour, and hopefully you'll you'll, you'll be asleep in the corner. Oh. But then, that's, I mean, that's, that's not always my process. But then, <laughs> but then it's like I, I I end up being like one of my harshest critics, and I, I and I yeah. sort of I maybe sort of I need other people to 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 either help me sort of realign the sort of the vision. It's just like like that's why I always like try to. I end up pacing around the office and, and try to involve people and sort of like asking opinions yeah. and stuff because you need, I feel like you, 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 you enrich your, your ideas and your creativity. If you put some, if you bring other people into the mix, because they yeah. might think of something you never have, or they might sort of see something in your idea that you didn't realize. I, I, I really enjoy that part where you don't sort of, sometimes you don't realize what you've sort of stumbled upon until somebody's like, Oh, I, that meant this to me. I was like, oh shit! I never, I didn't even think of that. But that's that's a really cool sort of yeah, idea. It's it's inspiring, it's affirming, and yeah. motivating. Especially, I mean, like there's there's the other thing as well as just having a project or someone else in mind can even help you. Like, there are songs that I wrote on the first Hayleka record that I wrote by myself, but I would never would have never have written them if they, I hadn't had that project in yeah. my mind. Mm-hmm. Like it makes you work in a different way and. and it's almost always for the better. Yeah. That's interesting when you've been writing for a really long time and then you 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 can kind of put your writing into different buckets. Mm. I think I always find that's really important for me. I mean, Ali knows this well that like whenever I start something new with someone, I'm always trying to kind of solidify what it is as early on as possible because I think mm. that always helps me like okay so we're making an album and then we're gonna have a project name are we yeah, gonna yeah. you know what's the artwork yeah. all this sort of stupid stuff like this is one of my notes helps. oh my god so I left my notes at home about what the fuck I was going to talk about today <laughs> and this is one of my fucking notes there we go and I've forgotten because I'm really tired hang on short-term memory short-term memory so uh 
guy drawing on the YouTubes. He uh, we were talking about learning how to draw. He was a really experienced 3D modeler, really talented at making stuff in 3D. Mm-hmm. And then he wanted, he set like a bet with his cousin for like a thousand dollars that in six months he'd have like, I don't know, a thousand followers on ArtStation or something as a painter. And so he sort of sat down and his whole you know theory was if he sits down and just draws and draws and draws, put podcasts on and draw and draw and draw that, you know, he'll get somewhere. And then, you know, you know, gradually a little better, a little better. But he found that really the best way to improve quickly and how to make a much better end result is to really think about what you want to achieve before you even start. Mm. So like go like, you know, I'm not just sitting here and doodling. I'm, I'm going, right, what do I want out of this drawing? Do I want to learn something? Mm. There, there are parallels you can draw into music and there are parallels yeah. you can draw into any art form because every art form has an end result. So you, you think about what it is you're trying to achieve. So, so like I find when I'm making yeah. music that if I think about, because I've got the thing with Benji, which is a bit more like hip hoppy kind of shit. And then the sumo stuff, you know, no one's heard yet really that I, I know what that sounds like. And yeah. if I sit down, I want to write something, I'll go, right, I'm writing for this. And I know that I'm going to use these sorts mm. of sound. I want to hit these kind of energy markers. And if I'm doing some artwork, then I, I'm, I'm kind of thinking about, what, what you know, do, am I, do I want to go surreal? Do yeah. I want to learn something about the human form? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get something much more out of that process than if I'm just sitting there and sort of absentmindedly twiddling on a guitar or yeah. twiddling on a piano I or... Think- doodling you know on a phone a lot of that also comes from being professional like it's in as in it takes it, years it, to get there probably yeah because though. like another thing that i've noticed is i don't this sounds so depressing but like i don't <laughs> really it's the vibe bro i don't that really like, yeah. welcome, welcome to the club game. mate welcome. <laughs> it, it's not i don't play music for fun in the same way that i used to oh, well no i think that happens and that happens everyone, but it's not that i don't love what i do and like mm. really enjoy it but it's more that like for example had some friends from school come to stay um, in Cardiff like a few weeks ago that I hadn't seen in a while. And mm. um, I used to, they used to play in bands with them when I was like a teenager. And we were all like, they were, you know, all like fucking around with my gear and stuff. And like, oh, come on, let's have a jam and stuff. Oh, and I just felt, felt so out of place because it's like, unless I'm writing towards something, it's almost a bit like, well, what's the point? What is this? Like, <laughs> and it's similar to like, and like Josh, when you come around and like playing around the synths and stuff, yeah. it's like, I simultaneously know that it is fun to make stupid sounds on the synths, but also like I almost can't do it because I'm just like, I can't what am make I doing? bad music. That's, that's not can't. what I'm saying. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not, I'm not saying I can't do things that are bad. I do that all the time, but I just mean that. It's, it's, that, it's the idea of noodling and just and just exploring and doing it without a point. And yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's not to say that I don't do that. And like, I'll, I'll sit and write a lot by myself and write like half finished ideas, but I never really finish anything unless I'm mm. working either towards a project or with someone else. Yeah. Yeah. If, you, if you want to have a fucking life outside of just making stuff, then you've got to make sure that the time you spend exactly, making yeah. stuff is you're going to have an end result. Yeah. Thankfully, like I don't have a life. So I, <laughs> I, no, I also like, cause I, cause I do both the artwork and the music. Like I, when I break from one to do the other, I think I find mm. a bit more enjoyment in it, but I totally feel you like yeah. if I'm sitting down to mix or something, then there, there is a, there is a lot less joy mm. that I had when I was a kid learning it because i think when you when you're young and doing it you're also learning as you mm. go and all these things are fucking new and then you've yeah, been doing yeah. it for 10 years so, and you, your parents are all like what are we st- fucking what are you doing should have been an electrician thanks dad 
so how can you keep that fresh then how can you how, how, like is that something you still want to keep in touch with and, and, and rekindle or is that sort of like well, I think the best example I still get of that is when you get new gear because there's always yeah. like that little yeah. kind of sparkly excitement and then yeah. Yeah. after a day it's like nah it's new I do feel I feel the same I feel like I do kind of lack the motivation to try and learn new stuff right now I don't know what it is I don't know whether I'm like falling out of love with music a little bit or it's just that I feel like I've got to this kind of level where I've kind of... Maybe you need to do that thing of like just trying to make something completely different. Because I like busting out the machine and then like doing like a four to the floor track for no reason. Yeah. Just come and go get lit and, and like, on the same mean, to, to be fair, the one of the funnest times we've had, and it's not, like, like I said, it's not that it's not fun, but when we made that track the other day, that M83 style one. Yeah. That was just for fun, and it and it was really fun mm. to do. But yeah. it's almost like, oh, but we can't actually use that. It does feel kind of pointless. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's, that's why you blow off some steam. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. and it's, yeah. it's like it's weird because you think any time spent spent making music that doesn't go anywhere feels wasted, mm. and that's not necessarily the case because it can it can be this ephemeral thing and, that like yeah. is just fun. Remind you why you love music. Yeah, this is the thing for me because I I'm. I don't get that much time to work on my music, mm. which is sort of like this sort of almost ambienty sort of indie tronica kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so I have to try and sort of fit it into the hours that I have after work and stuff. And and, and my frustration is is the, 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 the not being able to sort of deep dive into it. And I, I feel like I'm always quite shallow with my dipping my toe in. It's like cool, let's get let's get let's get into it. Yeah. And all the time I spend on it, like four hours doing a little beat, little bit of a bass. I'm like, oh, I don't like it now. Mm. I'll waste my evening. Oh god! Oh, yeah, <laughs> and then but then uh, recently I just remembered that it's like I I put that pressure on myself to be like anything that I do has to be good and it has to be like mm. worth my time. It's like no, but dude, you, I I learned something in that four hours that I was messing around and I enjoyed it. And you're meant to enjoy the process of it, and that's what yeah. it should be about. I like. It's weird when it becomes your everyday job and like you have mm. a good job doing the thing you really love every yeah. day and you go home and try and do music. Whereas when I used to work at the cafe and then come home and try and make music for three yeah. hours, when that didn't work out and I'd listen to my <laughs> day, it'd be like, shit, yeah, it really, feels like you really yeah. wasted your time. Yeah. And I was trying to use music to be this thing that I could grab onto that was away from this, you know, normal yeah. life of, you know, making coffees every day. Making ice creams. So that was kind of like my, it felt, felt like I was motivating myself to escape you know, mm. my life into something better. And our music is the coffees. And our music is the coffees. no! Serving up a whip with frothy feel-good bitch. Well, well you, you thought it was going to be stocks. Uh, people are still ringing you. I they mean, they, they, they rung you today while I was while I was shooting on, on the camera. Someone's still ringing yeah. you about stocks. And you're like, no, no, I'm not interested. Please no. leave me have alone. You, have, you, have you copped out? Have you uh, Yeah, I guess we didn't out. talk about it. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm out of that. I'm out of <laughs> the best thing was that, like, when Ali started doing it, like, I my my immediate reaction was, oh, well, you'll break even. Yeah, that's all you'll do. Yeah. And then you started making like quite a lot of money, and I was like, <laughs> what? This is bullshit. Like, I need to get on this. And then and then it got and then it like peaked quite quickly. Yeah. It was like, oh my god, you're making a lot. I really need to look into this. And then and then it was like a very quick like steep mm, drop. Steep drop. And I was like, yeah, you're broken even. <laughs> it was scary. I can't remember where we got to on the podcast talking about it. You, I, you, was you, I in and out? And it was you, done. You, you were basically like, uh, yeah, I lost a lot of money. And then I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, no. Well, but, but I think oh, okay. No, I remember on the podcast because I had my stocks open, and while we we're talking about it, no. but I ended up like two hundred quid down oh, no. um, after two weeks of you know trying it out, and I think I'm fine to lose that. that as a lesson. 
because there was there was points where I was thousands of pounds up, and like I made like nearly four grand, but I lost more than that. So, <laughs> Pretty naked. <laughs> it's not. It's not worth the stress. It's not worth. Yeah you know not knowing what's going to happen and just looking at it constantly so yeah I that's why th- i didn't want to start it because i know that i'd be like just on my phone on it yeah. all the time like. so everyone avoids yeah. stocks don't bother but, well, but, 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 they're, but they're still chasing they're, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're still chasing you right is it not it's not the same people not like, the same people i closed they, my account and it, but they obviously sold my number to some people and now i'm getting calls saying oh we hear you like stock trading what what, <laughs> what, are they, what are they do they do they have something they're trying to sell you or is it just like oh we heard you like this? i don't know i don't listen long enough I Maybe you made such number. an amazing impact on the stock market. Your name There's is this legendary. But the thing is, when I when I closed <laughs> when I when I said I wanted to close my account, right? The guy phoned me and he was like, "Oh, your stockbroker guy's actually left now, um, so I'm going to deal with you." I was like, "Well, to be honest, he got so rich off of your stock." Yeah, apparently. <laughs> he, I'm out of here. He, he was like, "Why do you want to close your your stocks?" I was, and I was like, You're "Don't so feel well. it. I've got other things to do." And he was like, "Uh." You, you you do music, don't you? And uh, is it is it Novo Amor? I was like, yes. He's like, yeah, yeah. No, I think I know your music. You've been touring in America recently. I was like, yeah, okay, this is okay. Weird. And he's like, yeah, no, I'm a musician too, so I know this probably isn't your thing, but you should really give it well, another are chance. You, are you Jeffrey on then, the end of the phone? Uh, yeah, are right. You? And I just know that he's seen my name, seen that I've you know, you know put money into this address, thing. Like, exactly. He's just yeah, he's, he's just looked, find my Instagram or something. <clears throat> Oh, this guy's a musician. You don't know I'm going to level with this guy. <laughs> he flips his chair around. I, th- I, th- I thought he was going to start pitching his music to you. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I just really want That would have been amazing. Oh, like, really want a, a chance, mate. time in Los Angeles where I was in the front seat. And, the, and, the, and oh, yeah. I was like, the, I was in the front seat. And the, I can't, what the fuck happened? Well, it was the taxi driver, wasn't it? Was, it? it was you, a you taxi said... driver. And like, I think uh, he, we ended up talking about music that we made. And then he was like, you want to show me? He was like, oh, I'll show you some of my shit. And I was like, yeah, sure. And then I was like, oh, you might like my friend's music. And I put, put your shit on. He was like, you made this? And I was like, pretty drunk. I was like, yeah, fuck it. Why not? Yeah, this is me. And then I, I was putting on like loads of random shit. I just basically wanted to take over the Uber's sound system because I wanted to, it was on yeah. one. And then he was like... <laughs> Uh, we should collaborate and I was like yeah on Instagram it's Novo More <laughs> so it's a good chance that you've got a disgruntled Uber driver sitting in your inbox and I, oh it's great to meet you I uh, can't wait to collaborate yeah he's long gone I don't know I, yeah. love, uh, I, I had a great Uber driver in San Fran uh, oh, yeah. a couple of weeks ago just this kid I think he was like sort of uh, must have been about like 19 like mm-hmm. pretty young the youngest yeah. Uber driver I've ever seen Um and he was like, I, I think he was stoned. Um, hey, man, hey, hop on in. And he's like, where are you going? I was like, oh, um, downtown. Oh, no way. He's like, oh, I had a crazy trip before this, man. He was like, oh, I pulled up to the student house and there was like, there was like five of them and I only have four seats, man. I was like, Oh, okay, cool. Sounds it was like crazy. He's like, so I chuck one in the boot. <laughs> I was like, what? Still in there. He was like, yeah, man. It was, it was like, and we were like driving. I was doing like a hundred. It was like all this kind of, I was like, fucking Christ. <laughs> and that's when the banging started. <laughs> no. um, and, and and then he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we like stopped the lights. And then the guy in the back somehow managed to unlock the the the, the trunk. And he was like, and there was a cop car behind me. <laughs> I was like, this is the guy that's driving us right now. <laughs> like, I don't feel safe. It's fucking crazy. Jesus. I, I, yeah, that's the thing. Like, since we last uh, did a podcast, I, I've been fucking jet setting. Yeah, I've been are. to San Fran, uh, Valencia again. Um, 
San Fran was great. Uh, I was there during Halloween. I was there doing like a, a pitch to some uh, big American company. So it was like one of my first sort of you know international kind of things where you go go abroad and you do like a pitch to sort of like a, 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 you know, a boardroom of people. Um, a and board just, room of people. Yeah, boardroom people. And it's a as terrifying as you, it's, it's literally it's, it's ter- as terrifying as you think it would be. Um, and uh, <laughs> my, my favorite thing, my, my favorite, because we were there over Halloween. Fuck me. America does Halloween right. Like yeah, every yeah, single... Such every, a hot take. No one's ever said that. Hot <laughs> take. Ev- every, everyone it's just like uh, the purge, dress, dresses it? up. But yeah, everyone dresses up like fucking goes for it. Slutty cats everywhere. But the, 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 the weirdest thing was that I had a, a sort of a, 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 a meeting before the big pitch to the, to the, to the board members, to the, to the, the owners <laughs> of the was... company. Sorry, carry on. So, so, so basically, <laughs> Nick, Nick, uh, Nick and I um, had a meeting with like the head of head of marketing with this company before, just so we could all run through the plan and stuff. Um, and the thing is, because it's Halloween, everyone was dressed up, and so we go into this really serious meeting. And we're there. And the rest of the people around the table are all dressed as fucking Scooby-Doo characters. Oh, and nice. everyone's dead serious. And I'm talking to fucking Scooby-Doo across the fucking board. Like, it's, it's so fucking weird. They're all just like looking serious. Like, mm, and yeah, this so. was your, your pitch? You were trying to pitch, the, pitch an advert? This, this, was, this, this was the meeting before the pitch. Or, or like the walkthrough of the advert with the owners. Did they but acknowledge it? Was there like... No, no one seemed to be uh, weirded out by it. It just seemed to be the normal thing. Just like someone dresses Daphne, someone who's dressed as, as Shaggy and Scooby. It's like American. in force dressing up. They have massive yeah. sandwiches, though. Ridiculous. Mate, it's, America, it's so big. They they had uh, free donuts, free cake everywhere. Did um, they unmask the criminal? <laughs> they would have. They would have gotten away with the pitch too. Who am I thinking? True, the, true. The best thing was after after, the, after this meeting, we were like, oh. That was that was weird. Mm. Went to have uh, went went into into the local town. It was like Pleasanton. Um, Pleasanton. Pleasanton <clears throat> sounds like Fallout. Not a real place. It definitely is. <laughs> it's, it's apparently it's one of the most expensive places to live in San Fran. It's, it's and San Fran is one of the most expensive places to live. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, Unpleasanton's well cheap though. <laughs> <laughs> South we, side. We we went out for, we went out for food in the uh, in, in in this bar afterwards, and we're there, and I got like some. American food is very weird to me. It's it's sort of everything feels a bit plasticky. But mm. anyway, I'm tucking in, uh, and then halfway through our meal, um, whoop, 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 like fucking yeah. music starts pumping, <laughs> and then all of a sudden there's like bodies like next to me, and people are like fucking <laughs> dancing. I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and this. The biggest ass I've ever seen in fishnet stockings is just like next to me, just fucking like gyrating, and and everyone's looking at me like, what the fuck slap, is going? Slapping your elbow while you're and, trying to get a fork in your mouth. And it was just, just, just oh mate, it was so weird. And then uh, she got her fishnet stockings stuck in her friend's like dress, and they were like they were there just like stuck against one another, and then leaning over out. like, and so literally I had this sort of ass next to my face and. I, I, I mean, sounds like you got flash mobs in Pleasanton. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, this is a, like, apparently this is a thing. Like it's sort of up to a point you eat and then it turns into a dance floor and we happen to be eating on the dance floor. Don't you floor. see the start of seven, sir? <laughs> <laughs> in the UK, oh it's always a soft seven. Yeah. So, but there's, we've, we've got to nice. fucking get down to this. So like, you st- in the group chat, it was me, oh, yeah. me and I, Been you sent us a picture that requires some fucking explanation and we've hung out since then <laughs> and we've managed to completely avoid talking about it. Yeah. Please just, just 
So the, so the picture is is you you, the you're shooting the, an advert. Oh, and yes. you've got a camera you've in your hand, it. and you look sunburned as fuck. Like you're, you're thanks, yeah, you're your glowing. Face looks so <laughs> That's the best part of the picture. <laughs> and then you 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 look past this glossy Josh exterior. Here we go, bringing it up, and there's sort of like a river running behind you. And then you notice what can you describe as a train of women with booties out. One's got like like some sort of contortionist who is bent over double, has her head between her legs. Her head is somewhat near the floor. She is facing through her legs another woman who has a th- just her ass out completely and is filming like. And then behind her is another woman. It's it's like a human ass. centipede. Yeah. Well, well, Nick, Nick dubbed it the uh, the human instapede. Yeah, good band, good band. Um, yeah, so we're out in Valencia. Um, this is I'm November. so excited. We've been waiting for this for like two <laughs> weeks for this fucking Just, story. Um, really, uh, it's, it's an interesting shoot. I'm sure. I'm sure I'll be able to actually tell you more about the shoot and the project itself at some point because it's, it's a story in itself. Um, we're out in Valencia and it's like, you know, it's, uh, literally only a couple of weeks ago and it's like fucking like 18, 19 degrees. It was just uh, super hot. So that's probably why I look so red faced and <laughs> like a tomato. <laughs> um, and we are against the clock with this shoot that we're on. Um, we have to cover a lot of ground. There's, there's a, lot, a lot of shit going on. Um, and we're there with the end client and the agency that we're working with and the whole crew and the actors and the makeup artists, like literally everyone was, was in, on this sort of like little mobile set that we were sort of moving around location. And Lewis, uh, my DOP, sort of runs ahead to the next location, which is in this park area. He goes ahead to sort of, um, to, to, to go around and sort of make sure, yep, that's Kate, that's exactly like what we recced. That's the shots there, the lighting's good. He comes back and he's just grinning. Like, and Lewis doesn't smile that much. No, he's, a, he's a pretty stoic character. <laughs> he's, so he's just got this like weird beam across his face. Like he's, and I was like, what? He's like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like, come on. Um, yeah. And literally, this this little this 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 sort of like little brigade of people uh, makes its way through the park, and we 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 get to our location, and there's just three women. Doing the most uh, unspeakable things. Like, one was bottomless to begin with. <laughs> like, well, like fully? Fully bottomless. No, no underwear. Um, just, 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 just naked from the waist down. Uh, and there were two others. Uh, one was gyrating and shaking something in front of the other one's camera phone uh, and 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 okay it was yeah and so our clients there <laughs> and everyone just stands like like just just like statues just shocked everyone's just staring and 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 they fair play to them to be fair these these three women scruples st- they had not <laughs> <laughs> they they start doing like 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 almost it's not, I wouldn't say it was burlesque because it was next level. It was almost like mm. like like circus performance, like the the splits and the bends and and, and like they were like I I've never seen anything like it. Like, but they were basically wearing nothing. These 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 women were basically wearing nothing in a park in the middle of the day, 
um, next to now our film crew. Um, and the only piece of information that we actually managed to get out of you was that they, they didn't stop. <laughs> they, they didn't stop. We were there. So and you show up a whole crew of people <laughs> looking fucking shocked. They are the, the human instapedes. Yes. Vag out. Yeah. Just... And it, this, is the, this is the weirdest thing. Like, fair play to them. They, they, they know... They're very productive. They, they, it, was, it looked like one of the most productive photo and video shoots I've seen in a Fair long play. time. I can respect a tight schedule. Because the, the one at the back was filming the one in the middle. The one in the middle was filming the one at the front. And the one at the front was doing a weird sort of, like you saw, uh, folding themselves in half so you could see everything. And it was it was so odd. Um, and everyone's just watching in awe. Um, and my actor's there sort of just like absolutely... Well, actually, he, he was very happy. <laughs> he, yeah, was just, okay. he was okay. just sat in a chair just watching... <laughs> I was just like, yeah, you probably want to look away from that, I mate. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I, I mean, I, know, I don't know if I ever see the fucking advert, but like, I just kind of look on screen with the guy just like walking past, and like, the, the, the extras in the background and the, the actors in the foreground just occasionally like looking off. Just, <laughs> and then you having you having to cut every time that oh, man, your, your, I, your I did, people get distracted. And I look did off actually camera. get a shot of them in it by accident, where like we're, uh, we're walking side on with the actor. And I was like, okay, so look left, look left, look, look, look up at the tree. Yeah, look, it's a really sunny day. Look right. No, don't look right. No. <laughs> <laughs> this literally behind, behind me is just the, these women doing these unspeakable things. Um, and, oh my God, it was just, it was just, they didn't stop. They just, they like throughout Amazing. everything. And people... I think people were looking, were looking at us as if we were the, their film crew. Because they're because right there and you're there with the whole, we're the whole there with fucking like, film set up. With like two you, Ari Alexa minis. legitimizing their... Dude, we, like, we, we were a full-on film crew. Yeah, two, two Alexa minis, one on a Ronin, one on uh, like a handheld. We had like a like magline, a trolley. We got makeup artists and all this. I didn't think uh, of how it might look to pass as No, it looked, yeah. it looked fucking terrible. Like, And we were just there just like, just don't... Nick, cover up the company logo. <laughs> Um, and it was just oh my god! And then and then the kids showed up. Kids oh showed no. up. Um, and, and you look sort of quasi responsible for this whole scenario. Well, this is why I was trying to get. I was wrap it up early. I was like, cool, let's do another shot, another shot. Do it quick. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> well done, everyone. Let's go. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, kids turn up and they start filming the the, the women, and we're just like, oh no, this isn't good. This isn't good. And it's just like it just caught. And there was like old people walking past, sort of like giving us looks. And I was like, it's not me. I'm not. I didn't. I didn't ask. Did you or anyone interact with these girls at all? My, uh, one of the camera assistants, Cammy, I think she went over to you and she was like, what are you doing? Hmm. And they're like, oh, we're influencers. <laughs> you're, right. in, you're influencing the crap out of the tents <laughs> in my trousers right now. <laughs> I was like, yeah, like. Did you get names? I want to like. I, I, I'm, I'm asking for a friend, and the friend is. I don't have any friends. My, my, my friend really wants to know what hashtag. No, I this just, is. I just want to know because I, I, I want to see it, and I do also want to like. You've seen enough. You've seen the photo. No, I. What, I don't I, think I I've not photos. seen enough. Oh, yeah, yeah, I have not seen enough. <laughs> I was wondering. I think you know, if anyone you know listens to this episode, put it in the, like a link to it. Okay, should we just put it as the cover photo on the? Oh on my the, god! On yes, the, on the Facebook. Yes, it's just. I mean, it's, I'm going to have to have it framed, the photo, because it's just like, it's I was best. just like, I don't know what's going on. I had no idea what was going on. But I think when they saw the kids filming, they were like, oh, no, this is bad. And they sort of started putting yeah. their clothes on. Um, well, I've, yeah. I've, I have, um, I didn't, I saw things that I, I didn't know. 
uh, I would ever don't see. Don't have balls, Josh. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? There isn't yeah. a sack. What's what's? Um... But where are the nuts? They're inside, actually. <laughs> it was just interesting. So that was halfway through our um, heavily sort of uh, time-sensitive commercial shoot, and to be fair, it lifted the spirits of everyone. <laughs> it was. It. I. I. I don't know. I. I, I you don't expect to see that in. Uh, in, in a in a public park at eleven in the morning, Christ. eleven in the eleven in the morning. All right, yeah. shit me. Yeah, so it was like yeah, fair that play, was, fair play. Um, so, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, they didn't make it into the final uh, advert, but uh, you know, who knows? There might, uh, be a, might be a director's cut. I'll see what I can do. X-rated yeah. director's cut. <laughs> Going back to the, the the San Fran thing, where I had to sort of stand in front of a room. Um, it's a big part of what I do is is pitching ideas, selling ideas, but then you know it's, it's the writing um, before that. It's essentially Mad Men, right? It's basically Mad Men. I am Don Draper. I'd like to think I'm Don Draper, um, but without the sort of alcoholic uh, alcoholic tendencies mm-hmm. and misogynistic uh, sort of you know uh, way of life. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> Hugh Grant then. I try. I try not to. Uh, <laughs> um, it, with with music, then, do you guys have you ever been in a position <clears throat> where you've had to sort of like sell yourself or, or the or the music you're making or anything like that? What do you mean? Do they exist? Oh, oh, do like, do oh, pi- like do pictures like, happen? With, with like, are you put in front of people and you have to big yourself up? Well, no, I try and avoid all those sort of things. Like, like you do music networking festivals, and that's what I hate. You know, a, that's, a, that's a the music, worst part of music, my performance. Music networking like festivals, Southwest, or uh, yeah, or the Eurosonic in Groningen, and yeah. so Great the Great Escape. Escape. Yeah, <sighs> it's essentially you're playing a gig so that industry people can look at you and talk through your set. Oh, and they're you're, always you're, the worst gig you play. Yeah, they're always time. You're like a little cake on a spinning plate and people yeah. look at you. It's just go, the, mm. the time for you to sell yourself is the time where you do the worst gigs and it's just stupid. Just cancel the whole festival. What's, what's an example of stuff that you... Have you had any like that? Um, we Well, we played South by Southwest. We played on the Fader stage, which is like <laughs> really renowned stage. All these big artists. Billie Eilish played there like two years ago. Nice. And um, Kanye West has played on it, I think. Uh, um, yeah, and us. But... They're just used to kind of having rappers with like maybe a trumpet player and like a DJ. So it's like three people on stage. So oh, this, is, this is easy to handle. They have some bands and stuff. <clears throat> it's just the way modern music but is at the moment, I guess. Like they give you 20 minutes to set up and start. You've got a big setup. 20 minutes to set up and do your sound check. <clears throat> so Park. you kind of start setting up next to the stage and you drag it all on as soon as it's your turn. It's like, go on, go, 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 go. You we were like, oh, up. we're well prepared. We've got like everything perfectly ready on the side of the stage. This is going to go yeah. smooth. We plug, like, it, plug it in. And yeah, it's like, we're like, we're not missing a beat here. We've got to make sure this is great. And yeah, everything's set up. So I say, dragging it on stage, like, okay, it's going good. Kind of nervous, but this is good. And then the guy doing the monitors, because usually we have our own monitor system where we control our own monitors on stage with our iPads. So we know what oh, we're listening cool. to and we can dial in our own mixes. But the guy who was doing it for us, because we didn't have our system with us, was just fucking it all completely. Oh, like no. he, he was putting the wrong thing in the wrong people's ears. Like my sit down microphone was only in my ears when I was standing up and vice versa. <laughs> oh no. And it was just like symbols. It was just so all you horrible. Hear like, <laughs> so uh, yeah. Rod, Rod, we had our bass, but well, one of the guy bass strings was yeah, out had, by like a semitone. Yeah, and he had nothing in his ear, so he literally couldn't hear it. Oh yeah, so he was God. terrified. As soon as he realised at the beginning of the first song, he was like, "Fuck!" 
and <laughs> oh, yeah no. it just sounded terrible so we already cut into our set setting up too long so we had like about 15 minutes set in the end oh, and God. ended up just cutting it after three or four songs i think i think we did like you were like songs, what, you, what you cut you cut it you were yeah. just like that yeah, 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 yeah. The, the one of the moments i'll never forget is looking at ali so one of the songs you play called utican is like upbeat and like kind of bashing the piano mm. and like you know and at the end of the song ali's like you know just bashing the fuck out of the piano but like i've never seen him do it so angrily as when we played then it was like, oh yeah i was just like hitting the piano so i can't fucking hear anything like you know oh my god and uh it's just embarrassing because i just feel mm. embarrassed getting up there being offered to play on such a good stage and the people i know in the audience who like from the label there's a the guy who gave us the gig the president of fader was in the audience who's a massive fan of like ed's and mine and it's like, yeah, we want to do a good, good gig for him. <laughs> and just... we just felt bad in that we didn't get the opportunity to. We, we felt like we'd let those people down, and obviously it's not necessarily our fault. And we That's... laughed about it afterwards and stuff. But yeah, but, and but it was but a great still... opportunity. Like it was so yeah, it was the opportunity. Lovely yeah. landing to us to play and stuff, but, yeah. but have you have you had to do any others that are sort of like almost like showcasing? Because I guess those yeah, those we did gigs one are like Eurosonic. Eurosonic was not very good. That wasn't very either. good. But we, yeah, we, had, we, were there for we that. had one good South by Showcase. Yeah, basically the one we did immediately after, after the fader yeah. one we were feeling so shit and the next one was a completely different vibe it was in a church run by communion which is like the british company yeah yeah they're um, homemade cookies yeah stage. we were greeted by these two lovely nice. old old people and they'd baked cookies for us and, and it was really like special cookies uh, you just felt so good after like, playing oh, that shit yeah, yeah. ed ate all of them <laughs> <laughs> just like Wrecked. trying to fucking like chew your guitar <laughs> 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 Stop it! And Ali's trying to plug a jack into his ear. Can't hear anything. Everyone's just like, <laughs> this, it's is art. Dude, "This is art." This is art. It's like this is it's so brave. <laughs> I feel like finally there becomes someone's... a point where you can do whatever you want on stage. <laughs> there's, oh, there's... Almost sounds like a threat. That. <laughs> what was? What was? The, did you? Did you see anything weird? Like, uh, did you get like? Um, it was, weird. Was, like a, was a shooting, but other than oh, that, oh, God. didn't see the shooting. But. Yeah. Was this side well, by side going down an alleyway to so, so try and help <laughs> yeah. crackhead again? Just calm down, bro. Oh, you <laughs> I know. I noticed earlier we mentioned about Billie Eilish. Something exciting happened, didn't it? So, something exciting happened. You wish. Uh, I saw you. Yeah, you both posted it on Instagram, didn't you? Yeah. I don't know if you saw this face. I uh, don't look at social media. No. So Ed. Uh, Ed. Like a few years ago, Ed did this piano project called Listen with a guy. I didn't play piano. <laughs> no, no. With a guy called Julian Marshall, and Julian played all the piano. Ed wrote all the vocals and melodies. Um, <clears throat> produced this album really great album and he was just like i don't really want to release it properly i just want to put it online and not really tell anyone so he did and i just sang on one of the songs didn't write anything and yeah it just lives online and it has done for like the last year or so and then billy eilish did an interview with id the other day and one of the questions was like when you're touring what album is playing on repeat on your headphones and she said listen by listen and it's like what that's that's mad what? listen by listen listen Lism, L I double S O M. Lism by Lism. Okay. Which is the name of the project? That Ironically, the I wasn't listening. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. Thanks, no, I, I do get it. Sorry, I, I kind of. So she'd I'm been tired. listening to Ed's album right. on repeat on tour. Billie Eilish. Yeah, mm. Billie Eilish. Wow. But then it turns out that I actually uh, knew her manager because he used to uh, be part of the. She signed to Hard Eight slash Working Group, and I was with Working Group a long time ago. 
and there's a guy called Danny Rackerson uh, who used to be on, he's on like loads of my old emails and he's now her manager with another mm. guy. So I emailed him and was like, oh, you know, thanks and yeah. like be cool to be in touch. And he's like, oh yeah, I can't remember you. Kind That's of thing, so. Well, I was, I was going to ask leading on from that, it's, it's, it's quite a cool idea, the idea that there are, there are people out there that you respect that, that could end up listening or watching or, or, or seeing your work. Uh, you guys, who, who would you love uh, in an idea, like, who would you love to listen to your work, see your see your artwork? Uh, who who would like be an ideal person? Like, oh man, I, I, I'd love it if so and so sort of listened to what I was doing. My dad. <laughs> you literally was going to say <laughs> fucking. I'm <laughs> joking. Um, I <laughs> I don't know really. It's it's weird because. I said to, I said to Ali the other day, there's probably a lot more people than you think have heard Nevermore. Mm. Yeah, like it's like Ricky Gervais follows me on Twitter, and I what? Yeah, what? and he has done for like two years now. I'm worried it's it's a mistake. I don't want to tweet him in case. <laughs> um, but like he's got a pretty eclectic music taste. Yeah. He's, so maybe he's a fan. I don't know. It just I, unless I've got a reason to talk to someone like that, I just wouldn't feel comfortable doing it because mm. I wouldn't know what to say. Like, yeah. like sure, I love the music, but they don't need. To know that, like, doesn't really matter. Can, um, can, can I be a can I be a fan coming up to you guys at a festival? If you want, cool. Hey, be like, oh, it's this fucking oh, guy. Fucking oh my god, guys! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Put some clothes on. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! Yeah. Standing right. Oh my god, yo, to Nova more. Andy, we've got a situation. Get oh my god, Nova more. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Um. So. Oh my god. How? Do, oh my god. It's like, I, uh, why do you? How do you come to my hometown? That's amazing. Yeah. yeah, very lucky to get to come yeah, no, to these yeah. places. It's really oh my god! Cool. I, I guess you can take it seriously. Yeah. Fa- oh my god! Can you? Uh, what's your, What's your favorite song? What do you mean? Probably. Why, I don't know. Wh- Torn by Natalie Imbruglia. No, I love how <laughs> aggressive. Yeah, I was gonna say. Like, what, what do you I've, mean? What, I've just. What, why? I've just, I'm. I'm a fan. What, what, what's your favorite song that you've done? Like, because it was oh, such a. It was such a good gig, Ed. You were amazing. What What's your favorite song? What, to play, I, I guess. Why are you, I'm just wondering. I, I don't have a favourite. It's up. It's up to you. What, well, all of all of them. Oh, there you go then. Yeah, will you write a song about me? Excuse no. me, Ali. We're actually we're gonna, we actually need you in the tent. Can you write a song before you go up can you, on stage? Can you write sure a song? Can this... you write a song about me? No, fuck off. You wouldn't say that. experience for me was um a few weeks ago i did ali was invited to this uh, spotify writing's camp oh, yeah, um, I was in london about this. um because they do like these they do uh writers camps to do with playlists and there's one that's called the most beautiful songs in the world which nevermore's had a lot of stuff on um nice. so ali was invited and by extension ali told me because i write all the stuff as well and um so he, he got invited down for your songs yeah. <laughs> so, our songs. Oh, so. oh, the most beautiful songs in the world. Well, actually, it, I guess I'll. Uh, I guess I'll go. Oh, Ed. Ironically, like it that's... was funny because at the time of being invited, I looked at the playlist. The only song I had on the playlist was a cover that I didn't write. <laughs> um, I mean, right. that is the one downside. Aside from what I just said about it being this kind of perfect world for me, is that yeah. there are certain things that I miss out on, but. Ali puts so much work and, and also money into this mm. thing that, that I don't have to do. So, you know, they're obviously upsetting. Yeah, yeah. But, mm, play your Switch. Um, exactly, yeah, I get to play the Switch. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was really interesting doing this camp because it was great to meet loads of people and, like, 
have a look in more into that world and it's something that i enjoy doing especially in that like writers camp world but it's not something i'd want to do day to day because it just doesn't interest me enough i think um but one of the really funny and depressing things was the amount of times must have been like four or five people at least that said i don't really listen to music in my spare time i just listen to podcasts and i was like like uh (laughs) like that really confuses me because like people were saying that they just don't have music on at home like at all who were saying this I don't know, various... I don't want to, like... No, no, but you mean other people, like, as in there to work, like, the artists and producers? Yeah, and the stuff, artists right, and producers, right, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. And not... I mean, it's a Spotify's fucking job to listen to music. But, um, <laughs> like, I... It was really interesting how many people said that, and I totally get it, mm. but I wouldn't want to be in a position where, like, I probably listen to a lot less music than I used to, and I probably listen to more of my own music than a lot of others yeah. just because I'm in the middle of making it and that's yeah. how you, you know, mm. get, um, you know, get it, get it to a better stage. But, um, I still listen to music all the time. Like I've still got it on yeah. whenever I'm doing something else and, you know, at home or whatever. And it, that is really kind of, I almost think is a bit of a shame really. Do you, do you is that, is that, um, cause I, I, I look at it upon like what I do and it's like with filmmaking and stuff. I, I make such a, a, a big effort to at least try and watch a film a night. Mm. Because it because you you have to like completely immerse yourself in whatever you want to be like a master. I, I use that in terms of like if you want to master something, you have to put in the hours and you have to know it. You have to know what's on trend. You have to know what sort of be, what's being made. Immerse so yourself. Yeah, man. So so it's quite like it's quite interesting. Like with music wise, to to sort of for people who are you know you're expected to be like cool, can make something that's going to resonate with people. If you're not listening, how are you? like meant to know what's gonna yeah. like is, is, is I, that I worry that i'm gonna age badly with that stuff and mm. just be like well i don't really want to listen to this new stuff no uh, it's, I, it's not me it's the children who are wrong. yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> and just feel really out of touch yeah you, you guess but, you can like inform yourself up to a certain point and then you've got like the the, the language to then go ahead and make your own carve your own musical path mm-hmm. mm. but it is important to keep on 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 top of what the fuck's going on but i mean another thing is that that i wanted to say was like within that i guess in terms of not necessarily challenging yourself to a certain extent um i know that we spoke about not playing music for fun yeah in in, to to a certain extent um i when uh so haylaker which is this other project i have did a couple of shows supporting uh, american football recently and Mm. i was speaking to them about um sorry a quick interjection oh. best thing i've ever fucking heard in my life american football went to china and they were supported by a band called chinese football oh yeah i know that <laughs> no, that's great incredible sorry that's Karen. great, that's great. That, it tickled me for so long <laughs> um, but i was talking to them and it was interesting how they all agreed that like they hadn't and even i mean they're a very technically gifted band i mean yeah. like but they hadn't you don't really progress as a musician in terms of your instrument. Mm. Like I said, I hadn't really progressed as a guitarist since I was like 16, but mm. I've progressed a lot as a songwriter Yeah, yeah. because that's just what I've put all my energy into. Yeah. And it's interesting how you kind of channel it. Well, I, I was saying this to you the other day when you were here playing piano, I was like, I got a lot of friends my age and above who just have peaked at their instrument. They don't really go out and practice. They just kind of level off and they play, but mm. they don't try and learn a lot. They don't have lessons. Whereas I feel like you, piece you like learn piano you learn a i lot. can't stay still yeah exactly you're always actually learning new things yeah which is, you know, 
like you, 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 you build up your foundation of knowledge. Yeah, and but then I feel like, yeah, I'm, I'm learning at other things. If I look yeah. at my you know discography of stuff I've made on my computer in the last five, six years, yeah. it's mm. gotten better and better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You'd learn different things and in different ways, but like one thing that I like, I wish I was, I wish I, I was going to say a better pianist, but I can't. Even, I can't really play piano properly. I can write a, on piano. You're a but strong pianist. I'm, no, I'm fucking not. Um, I can write on piano, but I can't play it. But like, um, I wish that I could, um, like, you know, was better on instruments. But at the same time, I kind of glad that I'm not because I think there's a point where you kind of maybe know too much, mm. and it's actually better to have. The limitations because there's certain things that I might discover on the piano that if I'd known not to play that chord yeah. or that note, then I wouldn't have written that kind of thing. Mm. You know, like I mean, Ali knows that my technique of writing a piano is kind of having one thing pedaling on my right hand and then change the chords on the left, and that has actually led to a lot of the songs that you know we've yeah. we've released just because it's of writing simple. that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, though you you can, you can take that same format of like having a drone on on the right and changing bass notes. That's hip hop, bro. You just change those tops. To oh my god, I'm amazing at hip hop. You turn, you turn <laughs> those bass notes into an 808. You're making yeah. hip hop. Imagine if you tried to make hip hop. Maybe come over to the dark it. side. Stop this bullshit. I don't, I don't get know on with anything. Like hip-hop get on with the know. bangers. I've I've learned a lot about the how the music industry works by sort of following uh, and being close to you, Ali. In terms of, hmm. I didn't realize that with um, is it like sort of publishers or whatever? Like, or, wh- wh- who's who sends out the list of songs that's sort of like oh so and so? There's these artists who need songs, and that goes out to songwriters. Yeah, publishers do that. Yeah, because um, I, I I didn't know that was like part of the process. That was really it can be. It's usually you know, obviously like big pop artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was so I was going to ask. Have you ever had to write like a, a, a banger, or have you ever had to write like a, a sort of a pop track? I used to do a lot of pop, pop co-writing. It's 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 fun, but yeah. the, the problem with it is that you end up, and this isn't a slight on the artists, but you end up quote unquote wasting a lot of ideas because they just don't go anywhere. Mm. Like you could write a really good song, and you might think it's really good, mm. and just because one person doesn't like it or doesn't think it's necessarily strong as something else, like mm. the management or label or whoever, yeah. that song just is completely dead because you might. Although it's a good song, you might not then be able to use it for a different project because it's got a different mm. writer and all this sort of bollocks. Like yeah, chord progressions that end up in that box. With mm. with hip hop, man, like like the one thing I, I just can't stand about it is that it's so repetitive. And mm. I, you know, I like I come from a year most of my life. I've I've been an instrumentalist of some kind. And as you as you guys write, you you go from say like a verse where it was structured in a very certain way and then you'll you'll go into all of these different sections that explore different parts of of the music but with a a lot of like pop music it's really hard to like change from a verse to a chorus and really change it up and explore Mm. Mm. like like taking the the track in a completely new direction because it's just not that's not what it's yeah. like it makes it harder to listen to it. it's less simple so yeah. people don't attach to it the re- the repetition goes yeah. you lose that rhythm it's so I, I, uh, I feel you there is an art form in exploring chords and mm-hmm. music like that can i set us a challenge what you want to grab a guitar and write a pop banger oh christ oh, <laughs> do it right now I'll put Shut you on the out. spot let's let's come up with a banger right now that's a shuffle that's you know, it yeah, also open tuning, like, ready to go. Here we go, Ali's covering the guitar. Go. <laughs> on. So, so you just need my baby. Sorry, sorry, yeah, hold on, hold on. <laughs> just need like easy, I don't know, kind of 
But this is I, basically I want, just writing a Novo Amor song. No, I want, I, want, I want like a feel good summer banger that, that everyone's going to sort of. It's not going to be a okay, no, banger. No, 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 it's just the wrong Grab another guitar. Shall we show me a guitar? We can do it in 16 seconds. We can do this. We can do this super quick. Something rhythm. I don't know, something. It's cheesy. Yeah, like. So Ed, you and I are gonna come up with vocals. That's one of your songs. We're gonna come up with a hook. You know when we said earlier about uh, not being able to make music for fun? <laughs> <laughs> gonna shake those feathers, mate. See, it's just a repetition. You make you think of someone? Uh, mate, I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm there at the lake house. Dreaming dreams with my friends in the lake. <laughs> Dream dreams, dreamy little dreamy dreams. Wish I had the guitar job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's what's it? All right, let's break it down. What's what's? Is it like repetition? Repetition good? It's repetition rhythm for well, pop You just want music. like a song, a simple song structure, verse, chorus, get yeah. to the chorus quickly. What's a, what's a, what's what could we what could we feel good? Chorus. Thing we dream together. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is a perfect example. I just can't do it. Like, I can't. Come on, mate. You said it's so easy. So no, no, but I mean, it. like, if I, if I, so if this exact thing was happening, but we were, we were like in a choreographed room where I'd like gotten together with an artist and it was like all set up properly, I could do it. But when you're like pissing out with friends, I just can't do that anymore. Like, and I don't mean it like as if like I'm above it or anything stupid like that. I just mean like I feel so, it feels so like pointless, even That's though it's, so even though it is fun. It's so difficult <laughs> to get really across. lost the love. Look, I clocked give, out today. Give, give, this, give, this, give this man a guitar. Go on, let's. For fuck's sake. It's a lyric. Get a guitar. Yeah, we do need like, am I getting paid for this? We do need like a little. Me, baby. Hmm? No, that's a lyric. What's that? Don't call me baby. <laughs> I, I saw a pretty well-known track. I'm not going to break yeah, that's it what, That's what probably rip, you rip other songs off. That's the oh, secret. Oh, okay. How about... Uh, um, do you love me, Dad? Do you love me? Do you love me, Dad? Do you love me? So you see the... Fall to the floor. Learning Arts Club exclusive. Huh? Learning Arts Club exclusive. <coughs> On the mic. When I wake up in the night, you're so fucking. Oh! <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh nice son of a bitch! Yeah, like it, it, sound like, it sounds like a stained acoustic song, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. When you let me, you took everything I could have been. It's my kind of dark, isn't it? Dad, dad, like this, like this, dad, you, me, bitch, you, 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 you
I need more fun, saying it. Right? It's, it's repetition, mate. I need. I need. Cause it's you and me and everything I need. And it's you and me. Yeah. Everything I wanted, baby. You and me. It's everything I dreamed of, baby. You and me. There we go. That's so now uh, we're getting evil. Anyway. Well, that. Yeah. All right. Well, look, we're, we're getting trying to make something we like. We're, we're, we're getting we're trying to make territory money. of trying to make money. For <laughs> actually, right, I'm just hitting the guitar. <laughs> it's, just, it's just descending into <laughs> madness. So there we go. I don't know that's, if that's... we proved any point there. No, not really. Well, have you listened to this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it's like it's, it's always good to, to, to look back on on shows and stuff, and, and I, I I love hearing about sort of you know like touring stories and stuff. Have you got any sort of standout sort of moments? Uh, My favorite that, moment on tour is I think Ali's probably told it before, but it was when he didn't have his guitar plugged in, and like a young girl in the front just pointed out that his guitar wasn't plugged in. What? Yeah. No. Wait, wait, what? When was this? It was in Antwerp, maybe <laughs> 2016, 17 or something, uh, early 2017. And I was very nervous, first show in a long time. And I've had issues before where my guitar just stops working, like a cable's broken or something. And this yeah. is like a real panic moment. Um, and I was just like fiddling around for ages. Oh, what's going on? Like, why is my guitar working? I was like, hitting it. Like, what's going on? And this like, yeah, real young girl in the front row. It's like, the guitar's not plugged in. I know. I knew that. You've been punked. <laughs> my, my, back when I was um, in, in my old band, um, we couldn't go a show without my uh, mate Ashley breaking his guitar or a guitar string. Legend. Every, basically every single show he, he'd have to sort of ask, like the show would stop and everyone's looking up at us and we're just like, has anyone got a, a guitar we can borrow? <laughs> Not after that, mate. <laughs> All the other bands are at the back of the back of the room, just like silent. <laughs> I was like, um, we can't, uh, we we can't carry on the show unless we have a guitar, please. I've I've had shows where I've 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 I sort of um, was going a bit too heavy. And I, like I, my guitar went, I push pushed, like sort of swung my guitar up, and it went through the ceiling of of the venue that we we're playing in. Like you know those thin sort of like yeah. ceiling tiles, like literally. Would... Well, you know you're playing a shit venue when they got them. Oh, bro! Fuck I could I could watch compilations of little emo kids try and swing their guitars <laughs> three sixty <laughs> over their shoulders, and then the strap comes off and flies. But I could watch that shit on YouTube all day. Where was the shittest place you played? Uh, this place called uh, uh, the United Kingdom. Oh. You heard of Brexit? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we've got time for. Oh, see, really? Um, no, I don't know. Fuck. Uh, one of my one of my favourite. Um, so I was, I was asking you Ed about about shows that you've done, but like one of my one of my favourite stories from recent times is. Um, I I went on tour with you and our friend Josh or Scriber. Um, and oh, scribbly biblins. little scribbly biblins. Um, and you were playing La Pub in Newport. And you, you've told this before, haven't you? maybe it's because it's how we met. Yeah. I don't see why I would have told on here, but no, but this, this, this is like I, I just absolutely love this because you, you were the headline act, wasn't uh, so Josh opened, didn't he? I think, um, mm-hmm. and I can't remember the name of the band, it was Paint the Town, Paint the. City, oh, paint the city, something. Like I think that, it was paint yeah. the town because it's really shit. Some yeah. shit like that. Um, the support band um, came on stage, 
and would not leave. Oh, yeah. They kept on playing and playing. And it started looking like it was going to eat into your... Um, Which wouldn't have been the uh, worst thing in the world. But it's the fact that they... Yeah, they, they so it came to their time. You want one more song? And people like, um, so like the, here's another one. Four people in the crowd, <laughs> like, no, it was, it was it was it was a good it was a good turnout. But they just kept on playing and playing, and of course, this then like it affected your your set time. I have never seen this look on Ed's face before, and I'll never forget it. Just Relief. The, you were you were fucking staring this band down, like on stage. You were singing oh, like yeah. really beautiful, like sort of falsetto stuff. You were fucking fixated on these guys at the bar who were just sort of like just hate just, singing, just, just mad dogging them. No, mate, it was. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I remember that that band had their own version of the poster. This, where this they, they was the name yeah. was the bit. It looked like they were the main act, and they, you were the support act. And they yeah. spelled Scriber wrong. Yes, Scribbler. Yeah, they spelled. Yeah. They spelled Talit wrong and they put Scribbler instead of Scriber, but they put themselves on their own poster as like the main... That's the best The, the, fucking... bi- the biggest name on the poster. Fair play. Um, but in smaller writing, it said like supporting. And then you yeah. were really sort of... Uh, like. Sort of course, of... now they've gone on to do two sold out nights at, um, in London, haven't they? Where's the venue? I can't remember what it's called now. Doesn't I don't matter. know. Wembley Stadium. Yeah. Have they actually gone on to be really big? No. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Ed Sheeran. <laughs> and he grew up to be Winston Churchill. <laughs> <laughs> he was sold out tourists. <laughs> um, but I remember, yeah, I think you were on a Tinder date that night, Viz. It was. We went horribly awry. <laughs> she was also very boring. I'm pretty sure she doesn't listen to this. She's got a kid now. Good for her. Is it Good yours? for her. My <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's wrap it up there then. Um, Ed, thank you so much for coming, dude. Um, hey, Laker, your side project, where can we find it? Uh, it's just spelled H-A-I-L-A-K-E-R. Uh, just search that. Um, yeah, and it'll come up. There you go. Fantastic. All right, well, um, <laughs> thanks so much for listening. That's all we've got time for. You've been listening to me, Josh. Ali. Peace. Ed. Nice one. Uh, let's let's uh, do a little noise. Skrrr. <laughs> 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 Macarena. Yeah, yeah.